I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's 1105 in St. Louis. We are at the Stiefel Sports Studio here at the ballpark. I'm Mike Claiborne. It's sports on a Sunday morning. Hour number two is officially underway. And we're going to talk some hockey with Darren Pang. Is he ready to roll? Absolutely. How are you, sir? I'm good, Klebs. How are you doing this morning? A little chilly out there, I, I understand. Know, yeah, you know what? I, I, I tell you, it's interesting you bring that up because I ran out of the house feeling good about life and everything, and all of a sudden I got a little blast, and I said, uh-oh, got to make an adjustment change with the wardrobe. Yeah, no question. And my little uh, two little granddaughters are going to their first Cardinals game this season, and uh, I was just about to give them a phone call say, bundle up. It's going to be cool out there. There's no doubt about it. It's been very breezy at the ballpark here the last few days as well. And, and we're seeing wind blow from right to left. It normally doesn't work that way, but for some reason, it, it is very stiff. The winds have been very stiff at the ballpark. So you being a good grandfather gave them great advice. I appreciate that. <laughs> you got it, buddy. You ready for the playoffs? I'm ready, man. You know, this is my favorite time of the year, or one of my favorite times of the year, uh, because the first round – Everybody is reasonably healthy. Everybody already knows the matchups, and, and it, it just becomes one of those things where you can start to dislike somebody in a team really quick. And I think with all the matchups that I'm looking at, I think this Blues-Minnesota Wild one will be one everybody should probably circle because this will be the, the survival of the fittest as far as I'm concerned. This is going to be a real good series. There's no question. And, and going back to the first round itself, I uh, – in all my years of broadcast, and I think it, it generates the most amount of excitement because it generates the most amount of hope. I mean, you still have uh, you still have every single playoff team and every single playoff fan base. They're they're still in it. They believe that their team can win the Stanley Cup. So you've got way more eyeballs. You've got way more interest. You've got way more passion. Um, and uh, I, again, it's uh, it, it it may be the most fun and entertaining round of the entire Stanley Cup if if, if you can uh, if you can actually. Uh, you know, I mean, we saw it when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, so it's always great for two two markets. But uh, all the other markets that lost aren't as excited as the ones that are in it in the yeah, final yeah, two. Right. So yeah, so I, Minnesota, St. Louis. Uh, I mean, I know the history of the Minnesota Wild aren't the Minnesota North Stars, but by and large, we all feel that way. 
brings us back memories of the old Norris uh, division days. And uh, they're a big, strong team, and and, uh, and the Blues play a different game now. The Blues have got more depth than any team in the NHL, um, and that's pretty impressive in terms of 20-goal uh, scorers. You, you mentioned Minnesota North Stars, and I remember one year the Blues played them. It was a game seven, and it, it went into overtime. And Kevin O'Shea took a shot just inside the red line from center ice. It hit the knob of Cesar Maniago's stick, bounced off his back, and went in the net. And that's how the Blues won a, a game seven in Minnesota. That's amazing at the old Met Center right there. Cesar oh, yeah. Maniago. Oh, boy. That, uh, that, that I'm dating a lot myself of a little bit. Yeah, you know, he he and Gump Worsley were the two goalies they had, and and Gump was very long in the tooth even then. And Maniago, he had a pretty good career, but I'll never forget. I'd never seen it before, and I don't think I'll ever see it again. How, how you score in overtime uh, in that particular game? Hit it right off the knob and bounced off the crossbar, hit him in the back, and fell in the net, and it was over. And that's the great thing about hockey: sudden death. Is sudden death. I mean, you don't. There's no shootout or any of that. You know, hey, when it's in, it's over. Don't that's worry exa- about it. Exactly right, and that's why uh, you know we just our last regular season game games get determined by you know by a shootout or three on three. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I realize there's there's reasons why that happens to speed up the process uh, for flights the next day or heavy schedule, and you've got to end the game. But this is what hockey's all about. It's always been this way. It's determined by five on five hockey. Determined by you know, very important matchups and, and not some kind of all-star um, skills competition. So this is this is where this is really where the big boys uh, put on the boots and and get her going and grind her out. And I, I this series is one of those series. I mean, it it can go seven games and end overtime, and I don't think any of us would be surprised. Um, I agree. You know, so I'm look, I'm really looking forward to it. And they got an injury too. You know, we don't know about that Marcus Foligno. He's a real big part of their their top big yes. line. You know, Eric Sinek and uh, and Jordan Greenway. And uh, you know, we've missed the last couple of games without Braden Shen. And that's just as significant on our end, or maybe more so. So hopefully, these guys are, are healthy enough to go. Is the story of the year for the St. Louis Blues, Vladimir Tarasenko and Doug Armstrong, where Tarasenko spoke, Army listened. Tarasenko played, and we saw maybe the best hockey from Vladimir Tarasenko in, in a, certainly the last few years. And it, and it worked out where everybody ended up being happy at the end of the regular season. Yeah, and, and you know what, I think I think we should just enjoy the moment, too, uh, Kurt. Yeah. You know, I, I really do, Claves. I just think that the, the moment's now, and whatever happens after the season will happen after the season. But in the meantime, you're, you are right. It's You know, at the very beginning, it, it, it took on such momentum and such a conversation with everybody uh, with Vladdy and his agent uh, asking to be traded, and and no, and then as the season went along, it, it did disappear, um, and I know it disappeared inside that locker room um, earlier than people thought. So, to credit to everybody, uh, Clay, it's a credit. It's a credit to him. It's a credit to, uh, the, you know, it's a credit to the training staff too. I mean, they kind of took it on the chin from that, you know, that new agent that he that he took on, Paul Theophanis, and and. Uh, you know, I, I think the lessons of all this are some things are best to be done, um, you know, behind closed doors and a lot more discreetly. But because that kind of put Vladdy in a, in a in a pickle as well. But uh, as it turns out, he played hard. He found a magical centerman, and a, you know, I mean, who knows how this would have turned out, Claves, if if Robert Thomas and and Vladdy didn't click the way they clicked. I mean, because yeah. you know, Vladdy did go up and down the lineup, and uh, you know, and then and then Craig Berube. You know, he kept obviously going back to that group and, and, and with Robert and with Vladdy, and it just works. And, 
you know, what goal scoring winger um, is disappointed <laughs> when they're playing with a real good playmaker? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> None of them are disappointed right. when they got a playmaking <laughs> centerman like Robert Thomas. So I, I'm glad yeah. that all worked out because with Bushnevich on the left, he's also an unbelievable passer and a playmaker and, and a big body. And I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see Bushnevich in his first playoff series with the St. Louis Blues. By the way, I'm glad you brought his name up, and I'll go back to Army for a minute. I, I think everybody still is marveled by the acquisition of a guy like Ryan O'Reilly from Buffalo. But this Boost Navis trade certainly turned out to be one that, you know, that we got more than more fruit off the tree than I think anybody envisioned. Absolutely. And then it may be because, you know, we, we especially last year where – we're so focused on we, you know, I keep kept thinking we were in the Central Division last year, but we were actually moved to the Pacific Division last year. So we were way out west, and and our I think our fans' focal point was on the Western Conference. So um, I, I know I didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to see the Eastern Conference teams last year. Um, so, but but then you end up asking anybody around the East and talking about Bushnevich, and they, they they raved about his two-way game and that he was a terrific penalty killer and that 17 of his 20 goals were at even strength. So that tells you a lot that he wasn't just getting, you know, his candy on the power play in the easy situations. He was getting it in the hard situations and he, and he became a good penalty killer. Exactly what the blues needed big winger that can skate and that can be on the PK because you greatly miss that, especially not knowing Oscar Sundquist status with all the injuries with Alexander Steen's retirement. We can go on and on and on Carl Gunnarsson moving on. So we needed some some guys that were good on the defensive side of it, and that's where Bushnevich, you know, first catches your eye is how intelligent he is uh, defending, and then you notice, boy, how brilliant he is on the offensive side of it. You still there? I am still here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Boy, did I... Yeah, I lost you for a second. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm, something happened. You know the. The gerbils run through the systems around here. But anyway, um, Darren, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is the goaltending. Obviously, every series comes down to goaltending. And while Marc-Andre Fleury, he's a Hall of Famer, I don't think anybody's going to argue that point, and and he's a great goaltender and he can steal a series, I think a guy like that is only as good now at this point in his career as the guys in front of him. How do you feel about what Minnesota puts out there defensively to make sure that Flurry doesn't get overworked and gets exposed at this point in his career? Well, there's a lot of guys that I've talked about, uh, you know, during the course of getting ready for this playoffs. Guys that are coaches in the league and just guys that I trust their opinions, and that's that's the one area that they that you know that the thought out there is that the Blues, you know, can bully that defensive unit around a little bit. Um, you know, they had a great season, so I don't understand how it would all, you know, how all of a sudden in a seven-game series. You're going to push around that that group, um, but over time, I think the Blues have the mindset to wear down, you know, some of their smaller defensemen. Uh, Jared Spurgeon's been kind of banged up a little bit. Same with, you know, Dumba and Brodine, and um, you know, so that'll that'll be a big key. And we know that in in a series, if you can if you can take a little bit of skin off of one of their defensemen early in a series, then as it goes along, maybe they get a little bit tentative going back and retrieving pucks. Um, when that happens. You know, maybe that's the area that can expose the goaltender. Let's face it, the numbers bear this out. The Blues have had great success against Talbot. And so that's that's the question mark as to, you know, will we see more than one goaltender in this series? Hey, well, heck, will we see four goaltenders in this series? Nobody knows for sure how mm-hmm. – nobody knows how Billy Huso is going to respond in his first 
seven-game playoff series. He doesn't have any experience in seven-game series. So there's there's always that, you know, that what-if portion of it, and that's why you need four good goaltenders. And I would say that around the NHL, how many teams have four options or two on each team like St. Louis and Minnesota do? Not very many. So if the Blues could exploit, especially early on, on home ice where the pressure is on, a Cam Talbot especially, um, you know, and all of a sudden the Boo Birds come out and all of a sudden the questions start arising, um, and then you make a change and then you then you dent the armor in the second goaltender, that, that's that's how series are won right there. So um, that that's the part that we don't know yet going into it, but uh, we will find out after, after game one. All right, so for the Blues, uh, aside from staying out of penalty box, what concern would you have about them going into this series about Minnesota? Uh, the size of that, that big line I was talking about, that grief line. I mean, if, if again, if Felino is, and, and I don't know if this is official or not, but he went knee on knee um, and in, in the last regular season game. I just was looking at some reports online, so I don't know how accurate they are, but it uh, doesn't seem to be structural damage. But, boy, it looked to me like he tore an ACL. If if if, it, if that's not the case and it's just a you know it was a mild injury or or bone bruise and he can play, then that would be a concern for me because they can they can really wear you down. They are they are a tough matchup, and so uh, that size. But uh, but other than that, uh, adding Nick Letty solidifies the top four. Scandell has been injured for a little bit, but he comes in and now he's a he's a good size as well. Um, Cal, I, I, the depth on our blue line is very very good. So. Um, I think our center iceman claves are, are are not individually. You look at Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Shen, Robert Thomas, and and Tyler Bozak. Uh, you know, I, I I think we've got the edge there in the center ice position. And so again, I think all the way around. I think if the Blues play their game, I think they've got an advantage here. All right. Final question for Darren Pang. Um, we talked about the Blues playoff series. Give me another series that people might want to pay attention to that might be a beyond intriguing. You know what's what's I mean, I'm going back in, in time here, but there's a few people that are interested in the Western Conference and in Edmonton with all the pressure on the Edmonton Oilers. Um, we know that their goaltending has, was good down the stretch, but you know now the pressure's on to get beyond that first round. Um, and and I don't know, LA's got a system that can frustrate the heck out of you. And uh, and we'll see if if LA can knock them out. There are many that think, and that could be an upset there. And the other one is Toronto and Tampa Bay, um, a great series. I think this is going to be unbelievable. There's so many you know Ontario Canadians that are that are down in Tampa Bay as well, whether they're French Canadians or, or from Ontario. Um, that's their that's their winter homes. There's a lot of passion going on there. There's a lot of pressure on Toronto. And interestingly, I talked to John Cooper. It was about a, maybe a month ago about the playoff series, and I said, "Boy, that'll be a good matchup." It's you and Toronto. He goes, we we haven't played well against Toronto, so that's just something to keep in mind. That uh, maybe Toronto can win their first playoff series in what seems like a hundred years uh, against uh, Tampa Bay. But I think that's going to be a great series, Claves. Well, they have the longest streak of getting not getting to the finals, let alone winning the cup. So. Uh, yep. Maybe this will be this year where they can at least get to the finals in St. Louis and Toronto and Stanley Cup finals. That's okay with me. Oh, that would be fantastic. I mean, that would be yeah. unbelievable. Yep. I'd enjoy that. Good restaurants. Good restaurants in Toronto. <laughs> it's one of yes. my favorite cities in the world. Hey, Darren, as sure. always, it's great to visit with you, sir. Best of luck to you and the St. Louis Blues in the postseason. And I'm sure we'll see your smiling face on TNT somewhere down the road as well. Yep. Sounds good in the first round. But I'll be covering all the. All our games on Valley Sports uh, Midwest here for the first round. So that'll be awesome. Looking forward to it, sir. Have fun. 
Okay, buddy. Thank you. All right. Darren Pang, St. Louis Blues and Bally Sports, and the Blues get off tomorrow against the Minnesota Wild. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.